Raider sports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive, start, Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing drivers. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. (laughs) Ha, ha, ho. Welcome to the showgram. (laughs) That's what we do. Well, almost every Friday, it is Race Central on the radio program hosted by Yours truly, Kurt Hansen here. It's good to be back in the Mile High. It's a fast Friday. It's Race Central. It's the drive. And uh, good to be with you. Um, I, I, I think, Sydney, I've been back on the air since I got back from Knoxville, haven't I? I think so. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, Knoxville. And then it was that, that, that Labor Day thing that I uh, hope you all labored uh, or didn't labor. It had a safe weekend. It's uh, good to be back on the air with all of you on a, a well, it's a fast Friday. It's actually a championship weekend, championship Friday here on Race Central. We have a tremendous show lined up for you as we uh, jump back in here. As the season, I don't want to say starts to wind down because it's it's for the NTT IndyCar Series. It is winding down. The championship this weekend, uh, we'll talk about the... Well, the canvas as uh, the IndyCar Series will paint their Rembrandt this weekend at Laguna Seca Raceway, a place that is very near and dear to my heart as I won a lot of races there in Formula Atlantic. I won my my uh, West Coast uh, National Points Championship there. Had one of my best finishes ever in the series formerly known as Champ Car Atlantic Series. And it's also a really beautiful place and a lot of good restaurants. Always like going to Laguna Seca because... Um, it's a, it's beautiful, and B, it's a pretty cool place to be. I mean, what's wrong with the car, with the Monterey Peninsula, Carmel, the whole deal? It's uh, it's well, it's just beautiful. Uh, can be a little foggy. The marine layer, as they like to say, uh, kind of like kind of like what we have right now. I mean, Colorado, right? What is it? Thirty degree temperature drop from yesterday. I stepped out on the veranda this morning to uh, uh, watch the sunrise and surmise my my Fast Friday in uh, uh, shorts and a T-shirt, and I thought I was going to get frostbite. I mean, it's, it's, it's the, it's the uh, what's the word I'm looking for, the a theory of contrast. Uh, 99 to, when I stepped outside this morning, like 50. Boom. That just happened. So a great weekend of racing, though. Uh, wow. What uh, what a race for Eric Jones. I remember when Eric, the first time I interviewed him, he came here to drive the uh, 77 car with the 78 car, which was piloted by Martin Truex. Sad deal, Martin, not in the in the chase for the cup. That's uh, or whatever they call that thing now. I don't know. That's what happens when you take a week off. But uh, super talented guy. And then he he. Gets sucked up by Joe Gibbs. Oh, that's that name again. <laughs> Boy, if, if only it was the handwriting on the wall when Eric left to go to Gibbs and take his sponsor. And then everything that shook out with Joe Gibbs and Barney Visser at Furniture Row. I, I, it just dawned on me. 
Did we did we invite the devil over the doorstep? How's that work? If the man of the house invites the devil into the house, he's not a devil anymore or something like that. Something silly from one of my favorite movies, Lost Boys. Uh, STK, have you seen Lost Boys? Oh, dude, Keith or Sutherland, the whole deal. Oh, you got to see it. Filmed in janky old uh, 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 Santa Cruz on the boardwalk. Love going to the boardwalk. Pretty sketchy place, though. Or as the younger people say, it's got sketch. Um, yeah, but a cool place. And I think they called it uh, Santa, I don't know, Santa something. I want to say Santa Clarita or something like that. But a good movie. Uh, not to, uh, I digress, not to segue. Uh, speaking of segue, I bought one. So now I got myself a little scooter. Yeah, I do. You want to ride it? And I got an e-bike. Yeah. And you're going to get a juicer. And I'm like, what? You're going to get a juicer. A who? A juicer. Oh, a juicer. Yeah, yeah. You can actually talk on the radio, Sydney. You're you're allowed. If you're on TV, you can be on the radio. And you're far better looking than I am. Uh, that's the, 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 the Lost Boys voice in the back is not Kiefer Sutherland. It's uh, SDK Sid the Kid here pushing all the buttons. Um, yeah, I'm going to get a juicer. I used to juice a lot back in the day. No, I wasn't, it wasn't steroids. I wasn't using steroids. I had a champion juicer back in the 70s, and that, that was like the, that was the Ferrari of juicers. That's back when I was ski racing around the world and stuff, uh, wheatgrass and carrots and all kinds of good stuff. I'll have to figure out. Sid's going to show me. Uh, so, IndyCars wrap up. Laguna Seca, I got a little lost there in my conversation. I was doing a little reflecting. But Eric Jones, uh, that's what we're talking about, Eric Jones. Super talented kid. I'm just, I'm, I'm, what I'm doing, I'm processing. Did we, could we have told, was that a hint of what was going to come in the future? Joe Gibbs stealing Eric Jones, and then everything that played out after that. Unfortunate. Martin Truex not in the not in the uh, the first round of the playoffs. Unfortunately, but a great race by Eric Jones. They they showed me, or he showed me a lot. I, he he's kind of gotten lost over the last couple of years. I don't think, uh, and then he was fired by Gibbs driving the twenty car. I guess we know about that. And then goes to the 43 team, which, you know, yeah, it's 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 uh, Richard Petty. It's great legacy. It's great stuff. But it's pretty well known that they don't have the biggest budget out there. But Eric's done a good job. And, yeah, it's, but it takes luck to win all these things. I mean, he had a, a little bit of luck. It was a great race. Uh, I thought he was going to, you know, run out of laps. I mean, Denny, Denny Hamlin was coming. The sandwich was, was on a roll. He had the toaster fired up. He was coming. Another two laps. He might have got him. A Tyler Reddick up to his uh, nasty old tricks again. A great drive. Joey Logano and then Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell is going to have a brilliant, wonderful future. What does that ping? What does that mean? Is somebody texting me? It's probably, uh, oh, okay. Uh, how am I maintaining, uh, how are some others maintaining brilliant, demanding, and well-paid jobs? Well, they're listening to this radio program every Friday because it's what we do from 3 to 5. It's The Drive. I'm excited today. Uh, great. Wow, Indy Nationals. Uh, one of the things about Indy at uh, 
Indianapolis Raceway, or Lucas Oil, Indianapolis Raceway Park, if you're on a first-name basis, IRP. And I've told this story before. Actually, Antron and I have, have talked about it before. I hung with Antron, I believe it was 2000, wow, six or seven, was there for the uh, greatest spectacle in racing, and they had a Red Bull uh, midget show and late model show at IRP. And Antron was the grandmaster. So, and I've known Antron, you know, well before that, but uh, he, we hung all weekend. Then we went to the Indy 500 and had a lot of fun. Saw some great midget racing at, uh, at IRP, which is the oval, the paved oval right next to the racetrack. Now, IRP's been around a long time. It's never been accused of being a state-of-the-art facility, but it, you know, when Forrest Lucas inject, injected his money there, it, it, they really improved. It's a good place, but usually it's 110 degrees, and I kid thee not. You know, you're putting molten tires on a molten uh, asphalt, you end up with a lot of molten stuff. Uh, this year, not so much. Cool temperatures, great. I mean, track was in great shape. Cool temperatures, lots of horsepower. And Antron Brown coming off what was been a Go a struggle. I spoke with him at great length at the Mile High Nationals this year. We will talk to Antron a little bit later in the program. Your Indian Nationals champion. Next segment, we will talk to the incomparable uh, Fox Sports guy, Mr. Bob Pockress, our guy. It is Race Central on the radio. Go to racecentralmedia.com. That'll redirect you to our fabulous new, heavily content driven, up to the minute live RSS feed on everything in the world of motorsports. You need to look at the new website. Go to racecentralmedia.com. It'll redirect you to racecentral.live. Do it. You won't be disappointed. It is Race Central on the radio, brought to you in part by Coyote Motorsports. Now they've got scooters, they've got e bikes, they got it all. And I got one too. It's Race Central. Bob Pockress coming up after this. After the hour, it is uh, the premier home for motorsports. Uh, STK, uh, see the kid behind the glass. Uh, yeah, okay, this works for me. I, this is stuff I grew up with. You probably don't even know who this is, Sydney. It, uh, it's an honor to always talk to our next guest on the program. It is Race Central. It's the drive from 3 to 5. And uh, now he has his, i got to tell you, Bob, I love those Fox segments you're doing uh, uh, on TV. They're pretty funny. Bob Pockress, uh, Fox Sports. Um, yeah, how did that all come about? <laughs> well, I mean, I think we just all, uh, you know, we come up with ideas and some stick and some don't. And uh, I guess people like them enough that we keep doing them. I, I love it. Was it was it the pits at like, uh, oh, God, a Talladega or something where you might have had an adult <laughs> beverage or two and you were interviewing people and it was a freaking hoot? Yeah, well, I mean, it's not hard to uh, have an adult beverage or two at Talladega and walk down uh, through the infield and seem to, have, seem to have lots of friends. Everybody has lots of friends on the Talladega infield. Yeah, but you're so you're so quiet. I'll see you in Phoenix, by the way. We'll, uh, maybe we'll tip a, a, an adult beverage, but you're so quiet and demure, and you kind of you slink around and stuff. And then I see you doing basically a, a comedy routine on Fox. I, I mean, I love it. Yeah, well, it's... Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's you know uh, 
It, it is what I it is. I don't know whether it's a hidden talent or a hidden uh, curse. We'll see. I, I would say it's, it's a talent. We're talking about Bob Chris right. Fox Sports. So catch him. Uh, the guy is, is the man. Uh, he's the insider. He's got the, the track. So I'm, I'm going to keep it a, a little simple. Um, I guess I'll start off. Eric Jones, a great a great win. Um, you know, the, the 43 has been okay. Eric was really good here when he's with Furniture Row and then uh, – you know, Gibbs stole him away and stuff, but I, I guess it's 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 a great win for the brand. It's good for Eric. Uh, I just I hope they can be better. I'm sorry. What? I just who can can they be better? I, I just I, they can do better. I just I, I hope they do better. I, I mean, it's uh, uh, yeah yeah. I mean, look, it's a you know the first year of Petty GMS racing as far as like the merger of GMS and the Petties. That's uh, going to take some time, but uh, I think they've shown that. You know, especially late in the year. I mean, Eric was in the regular season. Eric was running pretty well. I want to say he finished like 14th in points in the regular season. And him and Dave Ellens have really seemed to click. And things that, you know, things seem to be going well. Now, do they have their weeks where uh, where they're not so good? Yeah, for sure. I think that's, that's what you have when you have a small team or a smaller team that doesn't necessarily have the depth. There are going to be weekends where you just roll off the truck and you've missed it and you can't. You can't seem to, you know, claw your way back in, but they have enough talent there that, you know, when they do roll off the truck well, that they can make the most of it. Yeah, we're talking to Bob Pachris. Uh We're going to go. It's not going to be a Bush segment. Bush. I actually I like their beer. But what's up with Kurt? What's 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 the backstory? What are you hearing? Well, I mean, Denny said last week that Kurt has kind of plateaued in his recovery, and they just need. They obviously hope the best for him and hope that he eventually, uh, you know, you know, gets over that, you know, that plateau and, and, and gets a full recovery. You know, Dale Jr. said that, you know, you can feel not great at one point and then it's just one day, you know, you, you start feeling a lot better. And so I think they're still kind of waiting to see what happens uh, with Kurt, obviously still not ready to get back into the car and, you know, um, you, whether it's uh whether he comes back this year or next year or, or not, I think it's still it's still really to be determined. Uh, these things are just very unpredictable. Head injuries are not something that, you know, you can say, well, it just takes six weeks to heal. It's, it's different for everybody, and uh, there's just no there's just no timetable. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he made rumblings about retiring before. Do you, do, you, do you think that could be in the works? Do you think that could happen? I mean, it could. I mean, I don't think that – I don't know whether it's – you know, whether – there that's the plan yet or not i think the plan still is to try to get uh back in a race car now i think the question is you know is that back full-time is it back part-time you know and when and when does that potentially and when could that potentially happen it's again very hard to uh predict and project you know when you're talking about a head injury uh but you know i know you know as kyle told us that you know when he's talked to kurt kurt would hate to have his last cup experience be that wreck at Pocono, you know, if there's a way for him to be able to get uh, well and be back in a race car. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, just one question on Kyle. I mean, <laughs> did, Kyle, did, did Kyle just kind of wear out his welcome? And, and, and I mean, what what do you hear? What the hell's going on around here with that guy? <laughs> well, I mean, I think, you know, uh, like some uh, free agents, uh, you know, you play a little bit back and forth with your employer thinking, you know, almost like a little game of chicken, right? And and he lost. You know, at JGR, it was finally like got to the point where they uh, they didn't um, 
they you know that that the offers they weren't going to change or they the ones that they made they they felt like they couldn't follow through with anymore and uh and so, or weren't willing to follow through with so so he's been looking and you know i think we you know it's been down to 2311 and rcr the last uh the last uh, week or so and uh you know i think he's going to have i think you know he's either he's pretty close to a decision and it's just a matter of um you know, I don't think he'll announce anything uh, this weekend. Uh, you know, if it was RCR, God. it might be uh, it might be a little awkward to do it at Kansas, right? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> the, 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 the home of the, the Hold My Watch episode. So, you know, is that playing into it? I don't know, but uh, we'll uh, we're just gonna have to, you know, uh, you know, still checking everything. But again, you know, I think, um, you know, again, and it goes back to what you were at, talking about for Kurt. You know, it's Kyle wants a long-term deal, and with Kurt's future still a little bit, um, you know, with, with, with Kurt's future still a little bit, you know, undetermined. You know, I'm not sure that 2311 can can make that uh, make a long term offer. Yeah, I agree. We're talking about Pacras Fox Sports. I watch him this weekend. I'm sure he'll be hilarious. Um, you know, early in the year, the big story was was Ross Chastain. I mean, I did say before the season, Chastain and Reddick. We're going to win races. Nobody could force saw what Ross was going to end up doing. But do you think? Uh, he's kind of worn out his welcome with a bunch of the drivers, and people are going to make it uh, very difficult for him. I, I think so, you know, um, uh, but that is your, I don't know why you say worn out, you're, you're welcome, or that's just the welcome that you get, you know, <laughs> off, you got the same welcome, right? You know, when he started, Joey Logano kind of got that welcome once he uh, started running better, and uh, and uh, that's kind of the welcome he still gets <laughs> in many ways. So, you know, I think it's all part of the learning process. Uh, Ross has never had equipment this stout before and he's learning how to race with it yeah i like smashing pumpkins but i like smashing watermelons better uh, i kind of like that jam uh i when i think of, of kyle bush at rcr i think of storing old dynamite next to old phosphorus matches i just i <laughs> that's a hard one to swallow i mean I, I i guess but i mean when you talk about people who you talk about who are racers you know uh they don't uh you know i think uh Richard Childress is an old school racer, and I think a lot of people would say that Kyle Busch is an yeah, old you know, school you're racer. Right. So maybe it's a match that you've never seen, but potentially a match that could work well. Yeah, it's, it's a good perspective. I, did, I never thought about it. Like, kind of like when the big story was Kyle Larson going to Tony Stewart, I thought that's a match made in heaven. These are dirt fiends. You know, it's just, it kind of seemed like that was a good jam. But uh, what, are you, what are you looking for this weekend in Kansas? What's the story? What, uh, give, us, give us the late-breaking news. Well, I mean, I think I, I look at Kevin Harvick, 13 points out of uh, the playoff spot or out of the cutoff now, uh, last in the standings, frustrated. You know, what's he going to be able to do to, uh, to you know, to, to get back into where he goes to Bristol and, and doesn't have to, you know, uh, you know, run well and also hope for other people to have issues. Yeah. Oh boy. I tell you, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be a hell of a, a, a end of the season. I mean, anything's possible. I'm a little disappointed. Martin Truex uh, didn't make it, but I, there's something wrong over there that the, the, the toothpick ain't going all the way through the hot dog. And I'm not sure what's wrong at the 19, but uh, Bob, uh, thanks for joining us as always. Uh, if you do your video thing, this thing, just go ahead and say a uh, hi, hi, race central. And I, you know, I'll buy you a beer. <laughs> look, look forward to seeing you in Phoenix. Uh, 
that might get cut in the editing process. So yeah, I had nobody wants Jenky old me getting a mention on on on, uh, on your airways, but it's always great to catch up with you. You do a great job. We love having you on the program. I appreciate you always find some time for us. I'll see you in Phoenix. Uh, have a great race weekend. What's the weather out there as we wrap it up real quick? Uh, it's pretty nice. It's in the 70s and 80s. May have a little rain overnight on Saturday, but it should be good. Bring out the rain tires. Bob, have a great weekend. Stay dry. Uh, we'll see you down at the, uh, well, the season finale, and uh, have a great weekend. All right. Thank you. There he goes. Bob Parker's right there. Fox Sports, uh, a really, he's a great, great guy and a great interview. If you met Bob, he's so quiet and so demure, and he just kind of kind of moves with the wind. Uh, the NASCAR whisperer. I'm going to hit him with that one when uh, I see him down in Phoenix. Uh, also, segment brought to you by Colpar Hobbies. Two locations to serve you here in the metro. Colpar.com, the superstore in Aurora. Uh, it's, it's where all the hobbyists and all the pros go. Trust me when I tell you. And if a Bob doesn't have it, you probably can't get it. Don't deal with those uh, you know funky online companies. Your stuff shows up broken or the wrong thing, and then they, you got to deal with some idiot that uh, doesn't really care about taking care of you. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's Fred's place. It's ColparHobbies.com. And Colpar.com. More great stuff and a story that is going to twist your brain right after this. Wow, 30 minutes after the hour. Uh, uh, SDK. What is this, like nostalgia day there, uh, kiddo? Okay, <laughs> she's going, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, good stuff. Uh, great to catch up. Like I say, if you met Bob Pachris, you, you think he's like a, a nerdy accountant. But he's a good-looking guy, don't get me wrong. He's just, he just doesn't look the part of a guy that is like a super genius um, and really has, you know, when you plug into Bob Pachris, you, you're, he's got the stories. He's, but he's holding on me, on me a little bit. I think about about uh, Kurt Bush. I, I I just have wished the best for him. Oh, maybe not with Kurt, but Kyle Bush at RCR or at twenty three eleven, the the team that Kurt Bush is not racing for right now because his melon got uh, got to- uh, toasted. So, wow, it's going to be an interesting uh, race this weekend. Certainly in Kansas. It, as you heard, Bob, he said it was pretty nice 70s, which should be about the same weather we see here, hopefully, over the weekend. Yeah, I'm done with 99. Uh, love Get Smart, Agent 99, Maxwell Smart or whatever. Done with 99 degrees. Almost as bad as 97 with 55% humidity, which was in uh, Knoxville. Also, for you dirt car fans, I do want to give you a little bit of a heads up. You know, sprint car racing is badass. It's loud, it's dirty, it's vulgar, it's angry, it's mean, but it's sexy. It's the bad boys of professional racing. And based on what I saw in Knoxville, hot chicks like sprint cars. Yeah. So we've always um, we've always done very well airing uh, sprint car highlights from Dirt Car. Thank you, Dirt Car. On Race Central TV. But we're going to start airing a lot more of it. Just because it, it, the series, it is amazing. It, they're kind of, um, they're on a big hot streak. And the racing has been phenomenal. Knoxville was phenomenal. You don't even have to really be a race fan to go to Knoxville Nationals. It is a happening. It's like Wimbledon. It's like the Kentucky Derby. Um, 
it's just cool. It maybe doesn't, you know, you don't wear pink hats and have drinks with, you know, trees sticking out of them and stuff. Well, they do. But, you know, it's, it's just a different jam. But it's it's cool. So uh, for dirt car fans out there, uh, don't be remiss. Uh, you're going to see a lot more sprint car racing on Race Central TV, which is very cool. The next uh, show, which we will be shooting a lot of it, uh, you know, stand-ups and opens and closes and stuff this weekend. So uh, the next program, which will be October. I can't believe. Where did the – what the hell happened to the year? Uh so that's going to be a lot of fun. Also had a good time up at uh, Colorado National Speedway over Labor Day weekend. Big crowd out there. Some really, really good racing. Had a lot of fun. Saw a lot of faces. We're going to be doing a lot more of the local Joe type stuff. And uh, we're efforting for Photo Joe Star on the program a little bit later. And uh, then also, again, uh, back to dirt track racing. with uh, It was up at uh, uh, Fort Lupton, which I, I like that drive. So an hour, a little over an hour. Nice, easy drive. Kind of you know, just put the tunes on it was warm not hot but warm sunroof open just kind of tooling along it always a being all posted speed laws of course and i had a lot of fun with joey and his clan up there and uh boy his daughter she's the real deal they're running a, a imc stock car yeah uh laney's the real deal she gets right in there and muscles it up with the fellas and has no problem um yeah, good stuff. So and then I'll be heading out to Nebraska on the 14th to Greenwood, Nebraska, for the World Outlaw Show there. And then I'll uh, trickle on over to Kansas City, Kansas, the next night to Lakeside Speedway, not to be confused with the former Lakeside Speedway here in uh, Denver. So uh, going to be a lot of fun. Going get, get to get down and dirty. We're going to get ourselves super locked in. And then our good friends at Speed Sport will be out uh, at the World Finals in uh, the Carolinas uh, shortly after that to wrap it all up. So, because you know, <laughs> I love it. Uh, I, I get it. Baseball's long, 152 games a season. But it's a little different vibe than 140 freaking World Outlaw shows in a year. And then a lot of these guys also double dip. I mean, look at Kyle Larson. He runs uh, the cup car, and then he runs a lot of outlaw shows. And by the way, he won back in uh, back in my neck of the woods. The they call it the Western Swing, much like the NHRA, but um, the Western Swing is really cool. <clears throat> the uh, so the traditional date Labor Day is the Harvest Classic at the fairground track up in Calistoga, which is magnificent. It's kind. of... What the hell's going on around here? What's I'm getting all these ding, ding, dings and ping, ping, pings. Maybe it's my pacemaker warning me. It's a little low on batteries. I knew I should change those things. But uh, fairground track, beautiful. I mean, Calistoga uh, in the Napa Valley is kind of like Carmel by the sea, but in the Napa Valley, it's very bougie. And the track is spectacular. It's spotless clean. It's a fairgrounds track. The food's really good. And then they run, uh, uh, they, they go to uh, the, Sil- uh, the Silver Dollar Easy for me to say, Silver Dollar Speedway uh, up in Chico, which is cool. That is a racetrack and a race has a lot of legacy. And uh, guess who won? Kyle Larson uh, uh, last night. And then they race uh, for all the all the coins Saturday, the $25,000 winner takes all purse. And a youngster who I, I, I don't remember him being in Knoxville, but wow. 
Um, but third place was uh, uh, Jerry McFadden. But the second place guy, Ryan Timms, 16 years old, gave Kyle Larson all he, well, all he, all he needed. You know, the feeling was that, uh, uh, well, first of all, the feeling is this kid's going to be the next maybe Steve Kinzer, the winningest sprint car driver ever. Um, but at 16 years old, he's already racing right up front, elbows up with Kyle Larson and the big cat, uh, Brad Sweet. Uh, I, I'm really looking forward to get out to uh, Nebraska. And I like the drive. I'll have a nice, shiny new Toyota press car to roll up. Give me seven hours, just kind of you know shut down and, and have a good time and roll in there and go right to the racetrack. So it's going to be a lot of fun. But more, uh, I guess the point of all that story is more uh, dirt car stuff, maybe even some uh, outlaws, uh, uh uh, dirt late models because I love the dirt late models too. Just we've got so much stuff that we want to air and like to air uh, that uh, sometimes just gets a little bit tough, but uh, it'll be a lot of fun. We will have also highlights in next month's show, obviously from the NTT IndyCar uh, finale at uh, WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca next month. I mean, it's pretty obvious stuff. And then highlights from the NASCAR races and then uh, Formula One. Uh, Formula One this weekend, by the way. Yeah. It's it's really all over but the shouting. Uh, you know, Maxi acts for stopping is going to win a second championship in a row, which is which is cool. You know the this the sad story of Land, uh, not Lando Norris but uh, of Daniel Ricciardo. You know, getting ousted from McLaren and and the former Red Bull driver, who the Netflix series made him very very famous. He's very likable. Very he's the most popular driver. Uh, in Formula One, they say Lando's like right there with him. But uh, the lawsuit going on between Alpine, well, it's 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 been determined it's not going to be a lawsuit. So uh, the young man that was going to go to Alpine is now going to McLaren. What a mess. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's interesting. But it's going to be a hell of a race. Uh, one of my home tracks this weekend with the IndyCar Series, seven drivers still in, well, still in the fight. And uh, our, our series champion from last year, 40-some-odd points out of a championship. Uh, Pedal Ward is, is right behind him. He's the seventh. I think he's 53 points out. A lot of, a lot of things got to happen. And it's really not been a Scott Dixon year, per se. I mean, yes, he tied Mario Andretti uh, for the all-time wins, IndyCar, all that kind of good stuff. I believe he did that in Detroit. But... Um, Wow, it's uh, Dix has worked his way back into it. He's third in the championship right now. It's, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be and uh, so many fond memories that I've had. Uh, that's where I started my racing career in the Jim Russell series back in 1980, if memory serves me correct. Maybe 81. Wow. I have clothes that old. Well, I probably don't. My wife threw them away. Anything's one year old. Ah, that old thing. <laughs> Out the window. What can I tell you? It is just the way it is. Segment brought to you by the fastest pit stop for all your beverage, confection foods, and cigars. All that good stuff is Total Beverage, TotalBev.com. Stop on in today. Get all your stuff for the weekend. Load up. It's going to be a good one. Uh, you can watch World Outlaws on Dirt Vision uh, on the old intranet, uh, or as, as Richard Rollins, our good friend, would say, the, the dark, the interweb. I don't know where the hell he got that. But uh, watch that on Saturday. And then, of course, uh, yeah, what can I tell you? It's going to be a fun weekend. You got Formula One there in Monza. 
A lot of history there, too. And then, of course, IndyCars at WeatherTech uh, Raceway Laguna Seca. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is Race Central on the radio. I can tell you right now, you don't want to miss the next segment. Multiple-time Top Fuel champion Antron Brown and your 2022 Indy Top Fuel champion. And he was in Washington, D.C. talking to the government. We'll talk to Antron next. Five minutes after the hour. You know, I'm not a big bead guy, but I got to tell you, this is a very cool song. Um, very cool song. Uh, but I will tell you this, uh, Justin Bieber and uh, Lewis Hamilton are very good friends. The Bieber hangs out with them. They can do all their funky, you know, wardrobes and stuff um, at <laughs> the Formula One races. So, uh, yeah, so the, the weekend is, is, well, it's championship weekend for the IndyCar Series. Uh, and it's sort of championship weekend for NASCAR there in Kansas. The uh, how, the, the track that Dorothy built, that's my mother's name, by the way, dearly beloved and uh, uh, past mother. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it, it's it's every time I think of Kansas, I think of uh, another great man that passed, uh, Mr. Larry H. Miller, who built the phenomenal facility at Miller Motorsports Park that he, he actually, he wanted to build here up in um, oh, Mead. There we go, up in Mead. And then he got, he got shut down. Uh, so he built Miller Motorsports Park. But at roughly the same time, uh, the Kansas, the reason they call it Kansas Lottery, too, is the, the state built that facility. And when they first built it, it was basically just a racetrack there, but a, a really cool racetrack. And then as a short time went on, oops, a city popped up. And they found that uh, they may say worth $100-plus million uh, each cup weekend. They have two. And they built a city there. And now it's it's a really nice little city, frankly. And, uh, uh, you know, they got, they got the casinos there. There's a reason why there's casinos next to racetracks, because uh, the, the numbers show and prove that, Gearheads and motorsports fans, they travel farther than the average stick-and-ball fan. They spend more money than the average stick-and-ball fan, and they love to gamble. I mean, it's this a thing. The The races in Vegas are worth almost $200 million a weekend. Think about that. Think about the, the infusion. Um, but it's a good thing they didn't build that track there. Uh, then they wanted to build a track. After they chased Larry Miller out, they wanted to build a track out in in uh, Reunion, which is basically a nice name for a, a part of Aurora. Houses are very nice out there. People are very nice. I go through it all the time when I go to the airport. I stop there for Starbucks. The more we're going to get my coffee. Uh, and they built a really nice community out there. But the NIMBYs, the Not In My Backyards, boy, I'm way off track. The Not In My Backyards uh, said, uh, Mr. NASCAR fan, uh, we really appreciate your wet beater. And your pig, but you ain't gonna build no track out here. Could you imagine what that have meant to the the Denver and Aurora uh, economic impact? Wow, that's 
And I still hear rumblings. I know the fellow that owns uh, that property out there in the transit. Um, they call it the transit thingamajig. I can't remember the full name of it. Transit district or whatever. There's nothing there but but pigs and dirt. Um, but uh, just think about that. Now, and people ask me all the time, do you think we'll build a track here in Denver? Never. If, if we weren't economically and psychographically and psychologically and demographically positioned to build a track here in Denver 15 years ago, it ain't going to happen now. It's really sad. I was having a really interesting conversation with uh, Scrappy Will Peterson. He's over on the uh, the left side of the dial over there, to, uh, FM 104.3 The Fan. Uh, by the way, we're on FM 104.3 The Fan on HD2. You're listening to us probably on AM 1600 or at racecentralmedia.com, streaming around the country and around the globe. you got to check out the new site. It's the same address, but content, content, I mean, content horny. It's It's unbelievable. Can I say that word on the air? I guess I just did. Yeah, okay. Uh, would you just dump me? Did you dump me? Uh, no. Sydney's uh, going to dump me. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. yeah, I was just thinking about the 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 site. It's, it's really cool. Uh, I had nothing to do with it, so that's why it's really cool. Lots of content. And I believe this weekend we'll have the 24-7 RSS feed. So literally, as anything is happening in the world of motorsports, as soon as it, it in this information era, hits any Internet thing, we have the, the top 100 RSS motorsport feeds in the country feed into our site. Boom. That's pretty cool stuff. And all the great podcasts are there. Uh, Sid and I are working on a little project with our audio and video podcast that uh, once I get off my lazy butt, we'll get that sort of sorted out. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. So I, I, what can I say? Going to be a fun weekend. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm looking outside and I, I don't really think we have weather coming. I don't think it's supposed to rain, but it's Colorado. It could be snowing. <laughs> God. And it, a neat little factoid, too, that, uh, <laughs> man, oh, man, this could be something else. Um, this could be really something else. If I'm going to tease this a little bit, because this is pretty amazing stuff. Um, if the young man who... Finished second at Silver Dollar last night. Ryan Timms wins. He'll be on the he'll be on the front row tomorrow night. He will be the youngest winner ever in the World Outlaw Series. That is man, oh man! That's just it's mind blowing. When you when you think about it, it's it's <laughs> in the forty five year history of the World Outlaw Series, the NOS, formerly Craftsman, formerly, formerly, formerly World Outlaws. There's never been a younger winner. That's that's amazing. I, and I kind of think, you know, we were in in, uh, in Knoxville. Uh, talking with uh, the very, very uh, brilliant uh, Wade Onger. 
you know, the, he t- called it the Kyle Larson effect when Kyle came to World of Outlaw Racing. And it's it's still an effect, but, man, he's, he's being gunned for. I mean, you know, nobody's, nobody's just now sitting back and going, oh, my God, Kyle Larson's here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they they call Kyle the young Y U N G money, but they're now saying that uh, they should probably give that title also to Ryan Timms. That's pretty cool. Anyway, I digress. Um, when you look at uh, well, when you you look at the NASCAR right now, and you, you look at the standings. It, in some ways, has been, how do I put it? If you've watched a bunch of the races this year, would, I mean, who would you think is leading the championship? I mean, just if you watch the series this year. When you think about it, uh, I don't know. Well, Joey's won a couple races lately. But I wouldn't be picking Joey Logano. Guess who's second? William Byron. The Sandwich is third. Denny's had a crappy year. He's third. Chris Rebell's fourth. Tyler Reddick's fifth. Kyle Larson's seventh. Holy cow. Ross Chastain is eighth. Who picked? Who would have ever figured that out? Kyle Busch, 11th. The Daniel Suarez, 12th. Austin Sindrick, 13th. Austin Dillon, 14th. Martin Truex, 17th. Boy, that's 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 disappointing. Uh, Kurt Busch, 23rd. Well, he hasn't run lately either, but it's it, it's it's kind of a, a deceptive year. I don't know. What the hell do I know? Total Beverage, TotalBev.com, your one-stop shop, the fastest pit stop for all your beverage, cigar, and confection food needs. Stop on in tonight, get your championship weekend stuff. Buckle up, sit back, watch a little NASCAR, a little IndyCar, maybe a little Formula One. All good stuff right there. Uh, NHR is off. Hopefully, we will uh, catch up with Antron Brown. Uh, he's, you know, he's been testifying in front of Congress yesterday. We'd love to talk to him about that. And it is, what can I tell you, it's Race Central. The first hour of power in the books, the second hour of power coming up and more great stories. See you on the backside. 